Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Hey girls, welcome back to Girl Talk episode number two. I can't believe we actually have a podcast and already have two recorded. I guess dreams really do come true because this is truly a dream come true for me to just chat with women and ask them how they are running after their dreams one dream step at a time. I hope you are enjoying it so far. And if you are, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and give us a shout out by subscribing so that the most recent episode will be waiting for you. Also, if you can rate us, that would be awesome so people can find us a little bit easier. Well, every month at Created Woman, we pick one of our six core principles to focus on and everything from the podcast, blogs, events, focus on this one theme for the whole month. And January is Dream Month. It makes sense, right? Since it's the beginning of the year and we're all thinking about goals, dreams, and how we can do things differently this year. Well, our guest today I'm super excited about because she is in the midst of launching one of her big dreams, and she also has some other dreams that she hasn't even begun yet. She's actually revealing one of them to us today. You'll be the first to know. Her name is Deanna Opheim. Dee was not only our speaker last week at our monthly event, Gather Her, but she is officially our Gather Her Austin area leader, and I'll tell you, she is killing it. On this episode, we talk about how we met, which is really super funny, what life is like as a newlywed, and how that actually works with pursuing your dreams. Also, something cool about Dee is that she's a matchmaker. Yep, you heard it right. She's a matchmaker. She literally works for a matchmaking company. Well, we'll also dive deeper into the message she shared at Gather Her and what steps you need to take if you haven't yet tapped into your dreams. She also shares something huge for those of us that are in the midst of their dream and running hard. I know that for myself, I'm totally taking her advice and putting it into practice like ASAP. All right. Thanks for joining us. Here is Deanna Opine. Well, hello, Dee. Hi, Heather. (laughs) So welcome to the Girl Talk Podcast. I'm so excited to be here. You're our second guest. So excited to be two. And this is our second intro. This is, oh, yeah. Because the first one (laughs) we just did, we weren't recording. Yeah. This, I mean, <laughs> you, I listen to podcasts when that happens, yeah. and I'm like, that would be so funny. Yeah, so we hit we play are. instead of, or I hit play instead of record. Yeah. So we got about two minutes in, and thank, we weren't goodness. It wasn't 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Practice. Practice. We're still practicing. Like we did this summer. Right. We okay. were talking about that, too. Yes. How we did some practice podcasts live on Facebook. We did. And you were actually our guest then. I know. That was fun. And we were super silly. It was it was a fun It was fun. A couple people logged on. We asked questions, like pe- mm-hmm. or people were asking us questions. Yeah. Interactive. Yeah, I think that now that would make me a little nervous. Yeah. To no, have to pay we attention. We need a controlled situation where we yeah. don't have to answer people's yeah. questions. And live. what if we don't dress up? 
That's like, true. Like, we could have no makeup on right now and nobody knows. I know. But you do. You look good. I do look good. <laughs> well, you came from work. So right, yeah, right. Dress, I had to. Yeah. Normally, I wouldn't, but. Okay, so for those of you that are listening that don't know you, mm-hmm. tell us who you are. What do you do? Okay, so um, I'm Deanna Opime. Um, Opime is Norwegian. New last name. Yep. Um, for how long? Two years, right? Or one? A year and like a month almost wow. to the date, so. Newlyweds. Newlyweds so, yeah. So I'm loving that. So I'm a wife, um, and I work uh, professionally for a matchmaker here in town. That's Which is really, so cool. We're going to have to talk about that, too. It's such a fun job. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that seven years. <gasps> Which is crazy. Going on eight. Have you been to, like, anybody's wedding that you've matched? You know, sometimes we don't get wedding invitations because they, um, they, they, some people don't even tell them how they met. Oh, I see. Nobody wants to know, they don't want people to know they've been matched. Right. Which is silly. Which is silly, but some people are excited about, like, we met yeah. through a matchmaker, and then some are just, like, we met through a friend, which, yeah. sure, we're, we're their we're friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I've only, I've only, we've only had, I've only been invited maybe to four weddings, um, and some of them were destined. How does that make you feel when you know that they got married because you chose well? It's. I mean, it feels, you know, matchmaking's biblical. Like, we see the first match made with Isaac. Um, <gasps> Isaac gets somebody for Rebecca. Yeah? At oh. the well. So, I was just, I'm going through the Bible. Yeah? Uh, chronologically. So, I just read, I'm um, reading of, you know, the Genesis family, Abraham, Isaac, Oh, my and gosh. Jacob. And so many of them. Of course, yeah. Are, um, Matt, they, they it's, the, it's the second oldest profession. Wow. Um, which, number one. One well, is, oh, okay. <laughs> number one is dead. We'll just leave it there to your imagination. I was like, what's the first? But yeah, it's the second oldest profession. So yeah. it was funny to go and read all of Genesis and see, wow, this is a biblical And so you're, you're putting those principles into practice now. I am. I am. I like that. So, okay, so what else? So I do that professionally and then... You had an exciting year. I did. Because, oh. <laughs> oh. You two books. Yeah, I was published twice. Yeah. One for Sacred Holidays, which is um, a women's ministry Becky Kaiser runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was super honored to get to write in that. So cool. Like, I did oh, the study with some friends for the so holidays. So many of my friends yeah. did it. And I, it's, a, it's a cool thing because um, we wrote the attributes of God. And so... Um, it's good to just look back. Like if you feel like, uh, is, is God just go back and yeah. look at that chapter and see how God is just. So I'm definitely, it's, it's a, it's an Advent study, but I'm definitely going to keep it. Yeah. Um, so I got to be a part of that alongside some amazing other names, which is just incredible to yeah, be listed in did. that group. Um, and then Creative Woman, we released, um, we're doing devotionals now. I know. So Quarterly. Crazy. Quarterly, in the name of Jesus. We're getting all yes. the back end ready for right now. So I guess that leads us to who you are for Creative Woman. Yes. You just um, took over our monthly gathering called Gather Her, and yes. you are now officially, this last, last week was your first, really December was, kind of. Yeah. Um, our area, Austin area leader for Gather Her. Oh my gosh. Ah! I'm so excited. I'm so, like, I was made for, literally, like when we talk about purpose and dreams and all this, like, this is mm. me living out 
dreams, taking steps to bigger dreams. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I am the new Austin area Gather Her leader, and I'm excited to – I'm just excited to lead. Um, yeah. I'm excited to – be in community and tribe. I'm excited to learn and glean from these women. It's just yeah, this year starting off big. So I think you were made for this too. I mean, um, you and I would love to hear more about your dreams on this. I mean, our whole month is January of January's dreams, and yes. and we're going to dive into what you spoke about last month, which is why you're here. You were the Gather Her speaker, yes. And in case everybody doesn't know, we're always going to have the Gather Her speaker come record a podcast, it's so that awesome. those that don't live in Austin or couldn't get there, they can hear like the meaty good stuff. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper to what you said, but this was your dream, not that you grew up saying I want to be the leader of Creative Woman, Gather Her, but your dream was to. What? So, oh gosh. So I've always had just such a big pull and tug on my heart towards women in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, And then being in community with women, chasing after purpose and equipping each other and edifying each other. And so a big part of my dream is to um, teach and be in community with a union Mm -hmm. of women who are just running after purpose and running in the lane of the kingdom of God and um, just to be involved in that. And so whether that's writing devotionals Mm -hmm. or speaking at Gather Her or volunteering at Style Speaks, like I want to be in and planted in that. Yeah. I think you're, I think we're just going to see a whole new well, God's just exploding as it is. I think He has been in, within Created Woman the last oh year gosh, and a half, yeah. two years, and um, and I think we haven't seen anything yet. And oh, so know. I'm just it, for those of you that do live here that are listening, come out to gather her. We we meet the second Thursday of every month, except for February this year because the second Thursday is Valentine's. It is. Yep. So we're moving it to February seventh. So mm-hmm. if you're listening. Mark your calendars for February 7th. Um, it's going to be amazing. You'll get to see Dee. She'll be leading. We'll have a new speaker, which I won't announce yet. You have to go to Facebook, maybe RSVP. But um, I think that you're going to lead in a way that's really going to be so powerful. And you are running your lane. You just got or in the midst of seminary right now. Yes, slowly but surely. And so t- tell us about that. Like what made you go into seminary. I mean, you're a matchmaker. Right. You're thriving in mm-hmm. your business world. You just got married. You're, or you, you know, you've got all these amazing things going for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something more you wanted. Yes. And why? And what is it? Okay. So gosh, from a really young age, I've just always been enamored with the word and mm-hmm. in my nose in the Bible. And my dad is just this amazing scholar of scripture and so we had commentaries just laying around and so I would find myself just reading commentaries oh my gosh um, at what age like high school you know I was not reading that no I was I was just mesmerized <laughs> that's by. amazing so I've always had this like infatuation like healthy infatuation with the word and um I never thought of seminary ever like it's been like oh yeah maybe if, if I'm going to be a pastor, but I'm not going to be a pastor, why would I need to go? And then so um, just kind of shelf that, you know. Yeah. Um, but there was a worship prayer service at my church in 2015, and we had a speaker. 
um, who is very prophetic, and he actually gave me a word in front of like 200 people. Oh my gosh! Uh, I know it's crazy. I have it recorded. Like, thanks. Yeah, no, <laughs> I have it. I, I have it recorded, and so he just like read my mail. Um, but part of it was um, that he saw me as a teacher. Um, do mm. not think students in a chair like. A school teacher, right? But like you, there. That's what he said. Yeah, like there's yeah. there's a teaching inside of you. Wow. And then he said there will be um, more education. Um, oh wow! Yeah. For you, like For, you're gonna keep going. Yeah, like you. Will. Oh my gosh! And then somebody right after that, somebody yelled, "You're going back to school!" <gasps> Just like no, yes, way. And then uh, people are laughing because was my, this new news to you, or was this like a confirmation? Like, oh yeah, I, I think it was confirmation in my heart because mm. I felt like it was mm-hmm. just kind of something that was hidden that I had just yeah not you know school's expensive seminary right. is expensive um and so when he yelled that my eyes got so big people started laughing you can hear it <laughs> in the uh in the recording and so I just like took that I, I took that word and I did some research about like schools around Austin and I applied I wrote um I wrote a paper um, to why I wanted to get back into, you know, school yeah. and uh, obtain this, you know, graduate's degree in theology. And I, so I wrote that paper and in, that was t- October 2015, January 2016, I was enrolled. Oh my and gosh. Taking I think that's so amazing because how many of us, <clears throat> regardless if it's seminary or something else, I mean, you're in your 30s, you're married, or you weren't then, but you were dating mm-hmm. your now husband. Mm-hmm. Think, in our, we're past the quote-unquote college age. Yeah. And actually, we say we can't do it, or we don't, but you actually did it. I did do it. And that that's like a big deal. That's what we call a dream step, right? Right. You what, you didn't you didn't say yes at the beginning. You researched it. I did. And mm-hmm. then applied, and just step by step. I know. And I, that was one of the biggest steps and faith steps at I mean because first of all I researched and I saw how much the school was and it's mm. not cheap mm-hmm. um and that's another reason why I'm going slowly but surely yeah but then I just you know I could have clicked out of that window and saw the price tag and walked away oh wow but I didn't I said I you know I wrote the paper and I applied I met with admins and they were like you definitely apply for scholarship and <gasps> no way. Yes. And so when there's they said after, you know, your first uh, yeah. semester, depending on grades, you know, if you get all A's, <gasps> then oh it, <laughs> then you apply for even more scholarships. Did you make all A's? I did. I mean, I made one B, but I still uh, you got the scholarship. I did. I've never made all A's in my life. I mean, the, when, did you when you were in college and high school, were you an A student or is this just something different? Because I would think. In your third, like, once you go back, like, I remember those in college, the 30s and the 40-year-olds, and they were always in the front raising their hands, and I wanted to punch them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely was not, and this was, and even in that um, prophetic word, I've, he, he told me in a very sweet way that I've always had a very unhappy relationship with school, oh. which is true. I've struggled in school, oh, yeah. be, not because of lack of trying, but just because the linear way of learning mm, is, mm-hmm. is not the way I'm supposed to learn. And so... Maybe that was my problem. I'm going to take that. It's... Yes. <laughs> you are not a linear learner. I'm not a linear learner. <laughs> You're going to... You know, like, I'm yeah. just, I can... I mean, I'm 
anything that, I mean, so for, for seminary and um, this degree, like, I am excelling because I can learn. On your own. I can learn on my own. I'm not, I'm, I'm some of them, so online, some of them's in, uh, in uh, person. In person. Um, but yeah, and it's something, I learned how to learn growing up. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's good. So just curious. So when you're in class or just people that you see registered, how many women oh, yeah. are in seminary? And, 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 and then what are they planning on doing with it? So not a lot of women. Like I mm-hmm. think in my, I've maybe had four in. Um, Out of in, like how many? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Four classes and oh. maybe one or two women. And the rest, like a ton of of guys? They're smaller classes. I mean, my biggest class was probably 20 people, but definitely. But still, um, you know, the smaller. It's not. And so what are those women? And so I think those listening right now, there might be women right now thinking, I could never do that because I don't want to be a pastor. Well, neither do you. Right. You want to do other things with it. And so what do those other women, because I think we get put put ourselves, no matter what area Mm -hmm. of life, in a box, well, this is the way it's done. Right. And God has such a bigger box. Right. He's not even in a box. Yeah. So if that's in your heart to go figure it out, like what that thing is. But like, what are those women doing? Do you know? I know one of them, uh, they planted a church in Georgetown. So it's wow. her and her husband were pastoring. Awesome. Um, so she wanted to have the, she, no- yeah. She wanted, she wanted the church. Um, there was one, uh, she just wanted to be, she was younger. She wanted to be a missionary. Um, I think that's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> just to have that knowledge base. Yeah. Yeah. But there weren't enough women. I know. Classes. I call you, and there's a couple other people. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I did not go to seminary. I went to fashion school. <laughs> so just to make sure this is correct. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, what, what does this exactly mean? Because I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean. Everything. I mean, I study a lot, but I mean, there's so much. Like, you're like, well, in the Greek it says, I'm like, I don't. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's good to have people like you around because I don't, but yeah. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. So let's get to gather her. Yes. So you spoke last month. You kicked off. No, I keep saying last month, but it was last week. Last week. Yep. Um, and it was launched our 2019. Mm-hmm. And you are our um, guest speaker, featured speaker. You aren't a guest, so um, you're always there. Yeah. And you have been for two years. But you know what? I want to tell the story first. What? I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. I told it last week at Gather Her. And I just want oh, everyone, yeah. our <laughs> listeners to know, too, of how you actually got started with Created Woman. And it wasn't with Gather Her. I know. <laughs> so we used to have, we actually had a magazine first. Yeah. And... Um, that was from like 2012 to 2014, mm-hmm. like two and a half to three years somewhere. I can't remember the exact date was it our launch date of the magazine, but we uh, used models and real women. Like sometimes we do a model casting call and all this. Well, we in this issue, which interestingly, interestingly enough, um, the models that and that issue was were you and Cheryl, yeah, who was our first podcast. <laughs> I know. Oh no! Oh my goodness. Uh huh. So we just keep it on the family, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, and then a third of mine, that a girl that I went to high school with, um, but a mutual friend said, "I have this girl named Dee, and I think she'd be great." And so um, saw your picture and thought you were beautiful. And so you are in. Our Created Woman magazine. I know. I have that magazine, You're too. a model. And 
We should post up pictures the day of this podcast. Oh, that's a really good idea. Y'all go. Because it's still available online. It is. It is. But and I have look, a, I have the hard copy. Yeah, I do too. It's it's well, and even all, where people can find it on issue dot com, oh, yeah, they can it. print it. Oh yeah, y'all should go out and print a picture. <laughs> See me and Cheryl Lou and my friend. It was so good. It was so good. It was one of my favorites. That so, was a fun day. But then two, three years later, you come together, her, just to be apart, yeah. and now here you are. So crazy. Thanks for leading our tribe. Oh my gosh, I would. Ugh, I'm honored. It's amazing. Hey, I want to take a quick second to send a special thank you to our Gather Her January sponsor, Melissa Rodriguez of State Farm. Because of Melissa's heart to sponsor our event and women we serve, guests were able to come to Gather Her absolutely free. Melissa's office is located in Georgetown, Texas, and she helps with auto, home, business, property, life, and health insurance. And I can tell you, you can really trust Melissa as I've known her for over 10 years and she is a gem. Check her out on Facebook at Agent Melissa Rodriguez and tell her I said hi. Okay, this is something you have to mark your calendars for and call a friend. For six years, Created Woman has been hosting an annual interactive conference called Style Speaks. This year, the theme is Your Story Begins Here. It's all happening Saturday, February 23rd in Austin, Texas from 4 to 7. Entrepreneurs, dreamers, philanthropists, and fashionistas will come together for a day packed with power lounge sessions and one-on-one speed coaching featuring speakers and mentors from every generation. At Style Speaks, you will leave with a plan and next step for your dream, business, and faith walk. It's not just about the clothes or looking good, but it's how Style Speaks. So get your tickets on our website, createdwoman.net, or Facebook, and join us on February 23rd for Style Speak 6, Your Story Begins Here. Okay, back to D. Okay, so you spoke last month about, last week about dreams. I did. Tell us what you spoke about, and let's just dive into it. Okay. Um, so I spoke about, uh, I admitted to the girls and to you that when I first started um, serving at Gather Her and I looked over the principles, uh, we have six, and when I saw that Dreams was one of them, I was just immediately turned off. Like <laughs> I felt like it was cheesy, like to have a principle of Dreams, like this yeah. was like, why, like we're grown women, why are we chasing yeah. after Dreams? And but, I'd never heard this story before, which, and I loved it. Oh, really? Okay. I think it, I think because a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know what it is, but it, I, I mean, I think it's, I know it's the enemy just trying mm-hmm. to say like, nope, you don't, you're not, you're undeserving to, to chase yeah. after once. Um, but yeah, so when I first started coming here, um, and getting involved, I just did not like that principle, and I didn't know why. And so I just talked to the Lord about it, and He just began to reveal to me the truth of mm. what dreams are, um, especially in women. Um, but He told me that um, that God has given everyone breathing a seed mm. um, in their heart, in their lives yeah. that that if um, if planted and watered, it will develop into purpose that will bring forth great good fruit for the kingdom and so he revealed to me that that seed in all of us is our dreams those are our dreams and we um if 
we have the choice to take those seeds, plant them, Mm -hmm. water them by ways of, you know, prayer and community and getting into the word. Those are ways to water your dreams. Yeah. Um, Or we can take those seeds and we can just throw them away and never see. And so many people do. So many people have seeds in their hands. They see it. They know like, Mm -hmm. oh, I could be, I could apply to this school, but it's too expensive and then throw away a seed. And I think it happens a lot because of the routine of life or the box of life, the normalcy of life, the the price tag, like you said, like Mm -hmm. there's no way. And, um, and we forget that God has big dreams for us and he can handle it too. He does. Yeah. Our dreams tie so much into the, our purpose, right? And what he needs us to do. Like God doesn't have to give us a dream, but he delights in it. Mm -hmm. Like he loves us to dream big things. Yeah. So he can show us what type of God he is. He's not scared of your dreams. He's not turned away. He doesn't, um, he knows those dreams. He gave them to you. Like, Mm -hmm. That's why when you, when your heart longs for something that like, when you feel that like, oh, I want, oh, I crave, oh, I need those things are Mm. things that God's put in your heart. Right. And we do a disservice when we brush them away. I I feel like it, I mean, I say, we say all the time at Created Woman that the dreams are not just about you, but they're about your purpose and your legacy. Mm. And, and I think one important thing that we should say about dreams is that really, you know, people misquote all the time the scripture, you know, I will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. And we're like, this is my desire. And, but before that, it says, when you seek me, I will give you the desires of your heart. And Mm. so really our dreams and our purpose is really, is tied to whatever that is pointing people back to Jesus. Right. Whether you're doing fashion, whether you're doing, you know, office work, whether you're building a house mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like, there's an element of how is this going to glorify, point people back to Jesus, simply. Yes. I, there was a question in our Dream Launchers time mm-hmm. that said, um, who is your, what, who are your dreams going to affect? Like, oh, yeah. Are your dreams for you? <clears throat> are they, do they benefit you? Only. Or yeah. is there a reach? And that's a good indicator really good. of if, you know, if, if this is, a God-given dream, yeah, or if it's a you know, because the heart yeah. and the mind, and is- not to say you can't have things that are just for you, <clears throat> right. but we're talking about these big life-changing God dreams, right? You know, that are going to like alter some things, maybe in your family or whatever. But if you're like, I have a dream to just you know buy that pair of shoes, I don't think that's something <laughs> yeah. we have to pray about right. unless you're in financially in debt, right? Right. You right. know, but these are the big, the big dreams right. that we need to make sure. Who's, who's it reaching? Who's it affecting? Yeah, that's a great, it's a, it's a good question that I like to answer every time that, um, you go back. I mean, a lot of people are doing, you know, doing mission statements and yeah, all those things. Does your life mission, does your perfect uh, purpose, does it, uh, reach beyond just yourself? Yeah. Who else is benefiting? Who else needs you to step Mm. into your, your dream? Right. And part of that might be going online and looking at the price for seminary or another class or something, right? right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you told the story of Hagar, and I loved that story. So tell us a little bit, just you know, piece by piece, a little bit, what, how you spoke to the women last month. I keep saying that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It can be last month. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I used Hagar um, as an example because, gosh, I've just been stuck on her story and just who she is. Uh, literally, probably for six months, I cannot get away from Hagar and her story. And so when I was praying about dreams, the Lord, of course, took me back to her. And so I told the um, her story found in Genesis 16 and um, she just displays, oh my gosh, just such, there's so much gold in her mm-hmm. story. But basically, um, Genesis 16, Abram and Sarai, before they were Abraham and Sarah, mm-hmm. um, had just given this, they, they were just given this promise from mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. that they would be the ones to, um, to, to have the generation, to have the nations come from yeah. um, this blessed bloodline. And God would redeem humanity. His action plan would be, yeah. you know, through yeah. Abram and Sarai. And so this is like a big, big dream that God gave them. Um, and then here we are one chapter later and they have zero children. Yeah. And he's 75, right? Yeah. He's old. Yeah. yeah they're not, so they're, is she. Yeah. They're not like young chickens. Right. So um, Sarai is, you know, freaking out. And in true <laughs> womanhood fashion, yeah. she takes control mm. of the situation. And so she puts things in her own hands and um, takes her maid, her servant, some translations, I mean, it's a slave, but she was an employee, um, Hagar, and says, okay, Abram, you guys get to going. (laughs) I mean, first of all, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, I know that happened in the Bible a lot, but today, can you imagine? Like, oh, I haven't had a baby, so I guess my husband should go sleep with somebody else. (laughs) Right. No, I mean, it's, it's. How, that's like so demented and like. You're like, how crazy is that? It's crazy, and I mean, handmaids like they, they were handmaids, and that so they did whatever they told they, them. They did, <laughs> and um, people did do this. This was yeah. not like it was uncommon, but it was not yeah what God said. It's very uncommon today. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're not. If, we we need do to not <laughs> do that. We don't suggest this, <laughs> right? So um, so it wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't part of the yeah. dream. God said Sarai and Abram, not Abram and Hagar. And so Hagar, just this Egyptian slave girl who's employee of, you know, Abram and Sarah, is getting pulled into this situation where she's not, she's, this is not her dream. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely not her dream. Definitely not her dream. And, um, but here she is, just this victim. Um, She gets pregnant by Abram, um, turns very bitter. I think mm-hmm. uh, I talked about how I think that she was bitter because here she is living somebody else's dreams, but not her own. Mm, that I remember you saying that, and I think that's so powerful because I think we can find ourselves in positions—not that we're slaves, but maybe at a job mm-hmm. or uh, something like that—where we realize that our time is up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big indicator to people when you start feeling like. I'm living someone else's dream. I think that's a really big indicator of it's time to move positions. Yeah. Yeah. Because our seasons are over. Right. Yeah. That's huge. That's good. And so she was there. You know, she became bitter. It says that she was angry. She became bitter. And uh, because she was pregnant with the son, that's, you know, she's going to have to give up. It's not fulfilling her dreams. And so Sarai begins to mistreat her. It says in verse 6. Mm-hmm. And if you go into the Hebrew of mistreats, <laughs> <See, this is laughs> um, our Bibles don't say this, but it's abuse. Like mm. Sarah abuses Hagar wow. physically. And so 
she here she is pregnant with you know um with abram doesn't want to be pregnant with him um was forced into something she asked becomes a victim of abuse from her employer and so she yeah. it says she just she runs she runs away to the desert place and she's literally running in a desert and i yeah. just can relate back to just gosh how many times do we just feel like our dreams are lost like there's so much happening in our lives that's out of our control yeah. like we've become a victim of and how is god going to use us mm-hmm. um you know, like how, how it, does God even see us? Does God even hear us? Your dreams are not coming yeah. to fruition. And so she's running just broken, empty, dry. She had a seed, I think. I think that she yeah, had a seed. for sure. Um, to have her own inheritance, mm-hmm. uh, her own descendants. But here she is just, okay, so she's running away from her abuser, away from her dreams. And it says um, that the Lord, the angel of the Lord finds her. And says, Hagar, calls her by name. Yeah. Where where were you? And mm-hmm. where are you going? And so Hagar says, you know, I I'm I'm running away from my mistress. Yeah. Uh, she's abusing me. <laughs> and uh the Lord says, the angel of the Lord says that to go back, which I mean, go back don't I mean, God's going to take care of the abuse, right? right? Um, go back and I'm going to give you a nation. I'm going to give yeah. you descendants. Beautiful. And and then uh, she says that she names the Lord. She calls him El Roi, which means the God who sees me. Mm. Um, and then she has Ishmael, which um, she names Ishmael, yep. which means the God who hears. I love that. I know. It's so beautiful. And I, I love, because I've always heard that story, and what it's one of my biggest things about dreams is I call... Um, the Sarah syndrome don't have the Sarah syndrome, uh-huh. which in my, you know, my definition of that is Sarah forced the dream, forced the how, uh-huh. and look what happened. Uh-huh. Like all this craziness ensued because she heard the dream from the Lord, but then she didn't wait on his timing. And so she forced the how, and I call that the Sarah syndrome. And so that's the way I've always looked at that story. Yeah. But to hear the other side of that too, that there's so many of us that are the Hagar's. And what I love about what you said, too, the other night was how that was the first time recorded in Bible that the Lord spoke to someone, and it was to a woman. Jesus. So they believe any time, I mean, it's kind of common mutual agreement that the angel of the Lord in Scripture is Jesus. Wow. And so the first time that he chooses to appear to somebody on earth Mm -hmm. is a woman. I love that. See? Who's pregnant, who's, Mm -hmm. you know, like a slave a a maid who's crying who's broken who's in her desert season someone you would think that was totally unqualified right wasn't in the right position and that's who jesus shows up to and so that's why i've just been stuck on it like what is what is with her story and then not only that but she's the first person to name god Mm. she calls him el roy the god who sees me so if there's people, women out there, whether it was last week or listening, that are feel like, oh my gosh, that's so me, what do you think is like, in your mind, what do you feel like is the right first step to do? If they're feeling that they're in someone else's dream, living out someone else's dream, they're not in the right place, they're unqualified, what do you, what do you think is the right first step? I think... Solve everybody's problems yeah. right now. <laughs> well, I think the first step is 
is seeing what your your seeds are. Where are your seeds? Mm-hmm. Where if you are in somebody else's dream, then that that means that there's something inside of you still mm. that that's untapped. It, that's untapped in some some of one way that God loves to reveal to us is when we search. You know, he doesn't necessarily hide things yeah. because he's a mean God, but he wants us to seek and find because it's intimate. Yeah. And so I think there's this, this, um, just this area of seeking and finding because yeah. a lot of, a lot of my dreams I covered up mm. and I had to, I had to literally <clears throat> put things out of the way and really get down. Okay. Let's start for, for the basics. Like, yeah. What, what do I what makes my heart long for something? What are yeah. the things that, that I long for? And I think it's just getting alone with the Lord and yeah. seeking and finding and asking him because he's the God who sees you and he's the God who hears you. Um, yeah. And I would say get a part of a tribe, like maybe oh, come together her. Of course. <laughs> well, that's part of it too. That's part of planting yeah. your seed. It's, it's you have to be planted around people yeah. who... Um, who can speak into you yeah. or, and you can, and you can reveal the truth, the real yes. things. Yes. I mean, yeah. I was in a community when somebody told me that I was going to go back to school and that I had yeah. you know, teaching all over my life. I did not find that out, you know, yeah. living a solitary life. Like mm. I was in community. And yeah. so God uses, he, we are sometimes the hands, the feet and the, the mouthpiece. Yeah. Um, so when we had Girl Talk last week, this is Girl Talk podcast, so not to be confused with at Gather Her at the end of the message. We have Girl Talk as well, where we have three questions. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions you already addressed, which was who was it reaching? What were a couple of the other questions? Do you remember? I do. I think um, one of them was, what is a dream you've never mm. told anybody or voiced or because you're scared to? Oh, my gosh. Because I think there's lots of yeah. those. That we would never even write down or voice because it's, it's yeah. scary to dream big. It's scary. I bet there's so many women that don't even have the nerve to say it. No. So if they are, if they're, they are ha- that person right now, we already said get a part of a tribe, mm-hmm. but what about, I also think writing it down first, it oh. makes it real. Yep. You know your, your favorite verse. Oh, my favorite verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Habakkuk 2, 3, write it down, make it plain. Yeah. So that whoever reads it. And speak it, speak you know, it. Mm-hmm. say it out Which loud. Which is scary. It's the, it's very scary. Yeah, super scary. Do you remember the other question? Um, I I think it was about getting to a tribe. Like, oh yeah. Or, or or no, I'm sorry. What ways are you watering your dreams? Oh. Which one of the ways of watering your dreams are you know the seed, um, is is being planted in tribe. Yeah, you watered it by getting more knowledge. Yeah. What other some way like what are some ways? So if someone has they don't know what to do, we're writing it down. We're getting a tribe. What are some other ways they can water it? Spend I'm spending time in the Word. Yeah. In prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, researching it. Yeah. And my other favorite verse is get wisdom. Yeah. Like just go find out about it. Yes. Just ask questions. Someone's already doing it. They're not doing it the way that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But there's usually not. Like, created women maybe is, it, we're different, but there's other mi- ministries and organizations out there. Right. There's other small businesses out there. There's other ways that mom moms teach in homeschool. So what, it's, you know, get wisdom. Just find get out wisdom. someone's doing something similar. I know. That's so good. It is so good. I love that. 
Yeah. So, okay, here's where the fun part comes in. Okay. Okay. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about you and give people more about you. You have some God-sized dreams too. I do, yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you're dreaming about now. Um, so dream, I mean, I think you have different dreams at different stages yeah. of life. And so one, a big dream of mine right now is to, to start a family. Which, I mean, I think for a lot of... So baby shower is coming soon. Yeah, in Jesus' name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is a dream. I've I've been called, um, again, I've had people say, you know, you're going to be the mother of many. I don't know what that meant. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm not planning to have... I mean, Maybe that's mother of, like, a couple of yours and mother to a lot of women. Right. Well, I mean, (laughs) I, you know, I volunteer in youth groups. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Like, I'm a mom figure to some. Okay. But I'm a, a huge part of um, what my heart longs for is to, to be a, um, a mother. Um, but you have a little bit of a twist to that. You have like a like you want to be a specific mother oh, too. I, yeah, I want I want to be a boy mom. You do? Yes, <laughs> I do. How come? Like, why is that such a big deal for you? I is that don't, just something you see? I don't know if I see it. Uh-huh. Like maybe that's why, but I just long for boys. And this is oh, this is, is so sweet. I mean, it is sweet, but this is like gutsy to say this on a podcast. I'll start well, but I mean, I I will because yeah. and that was part of you know prepping for this is just saying it. Like mm. I I longed it to have boys, and so I if if that's what I long for and that's a dream that I can say out loud. You know, I yeah. will take whatever the Lord gives me. Yeah, you know. Um, but I don't know why I see. Do you see adoption in your future? I'm I'm open to adoption. Yeah. yeah, I would love to adopt. Yeah, I would love to. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's a current. That's a current dream. Yes. And what are some other? I, I know you have some other smaller dreams, and then we're going to get to your big size God dream. But what are some just goals that you set for 2019? Because or dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to take steps into, you know, being that, being able to teach and like even talking to you girls about Hagar, like a lot yeah. of people don't know about just some of the women in the Bible. And what I know. I don't. I know that you have talked in a way that even like today, where, like I said, I never looked at Hagar like that. Like yeah. she was the one with a broken dream. Yeah. I just saw Sarah being stubborn. Right. And there's so many, I mean, it's scripture. It's God yeah. breathed and we're to use it to equip and exhort and mm-hmm. correct. And so if there's a story about a slave Egyptian girl who runs away broken in the middle of a desert and Jesus appears to her. Yeah, that's a big deal. I want to talk to her. And like, mm. why, you know, I, I want... So, yeah, I want to, my dream is to continue to teach a, about, about the these, women, these women. And hopefully I, I wrote it down somewhere, prayer journal or goal sheet. I don't know. I wrote down a yeah. lot of things. But I want to um, this year start working on a book. <gasps> so this is the first time I'm hearing this. Yeah. Have you told other people this? No, I've only told. So you're you, telling us first. I'm telling y'all first. <laughs> and it's a it's a big. That's a big dream. It is. What is it going to be about? Women of the Bible? I, mean, I want that book. I, I think I'm going to talk about some women in the Bible. I love that. So, yeah. So good. I know. I really want to I don't know if it's just going to be for, you know, I don't know what it's going to turn into, but yeah. I just felt to write down, write my first chapter. <gasps> you already did? No. I, but oh, that's, I, a, okay. that's a dream. <laughs> that's a next step. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it 
Yeah, okay. Um, so I just need to, of course, when, I don't know. It's well, just, I, knew, I know a few editors. I know you do. I mean, you do too. <laughs> I know. We got a few on the team and maybe yeah. some, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could easily get it edited. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. Heather Bice. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Help a girl out. Yeah, yeah. So, That's exciting, D. I know. Dee. Yeah, now, I mean, you have to be careful what you say on podcasts. I know. We said something in the last one that people are now like, are you going to do that? And I won't repeat it. Maybe they have to go listen to it. Me and Cheryl said we we're going to do something together. Oh, yeah. And now you are saying you're going to write a book. So start. <laughs> start. Yes. But that's so, a great yeah. book. I Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still learning um, yeah. and listening to what it exactly. So what does your hubby say about all this? He well, like because y'all are on a ministry together. Like as far as your goals, he's a worship leader, but that's not what he does vocation wise. No, so he is. He's not on the worship. He's on the production side. So he, oh, okay. he, he does the music um, right now. He's doing the lights and production side of I love it. That. So, um, so what does he say? I mean, he's my biggest cheerleader. He's. We are. I'm such like I'm an Enneagram three. What does that mean? I mean, I haven't taken the test, but I hear okay. everybody talking about it. Yeah. So, um, a three is an achiever. So That's he, shocking. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then, that's exactly what Eric says. He's like, oh, that's sh-. Like, yeah. he just expects me to yeah. have all these wants and, you know, yeah. dreams. So, he, but he supports it. That's like, great. 100%. And he knows, like, literally anything you put your mind to do, you're going to do it. You're going to so, do it. Um, so uh, he's he's a four. So he he's more um, a four is more not secluder, but he's like introverted. Needs uh-huh. time like to do, process. That's yeah. my husband. He's yeah. to process. He does. Yeah. And so like, so we're the perfect combination. Yeah. So it's a good team. So yeah, that's really good. He's got great big dreams as well, which I support um, as well. So I love yeah. That. It's a good team. It's a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So since we are fashion and faith, which for those of you that are don't know for the first time, fashion is a part of our whole organization and not just to make it fun and make it trendy, but really because we believe in taking care of the whole woman right. from the inside out and showing up and reflecting your personality and being an ambassador of Christ. So, but it's still super fun. Mm-hmm. So right now, your favorite fashion Trend, accessory, look, whatever. I mean, because you always look fabulous. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you have a certain look. I do. <laughs> you have a certain look, which so, I love. Yeah. So what is your favorite right now? Oh, my favorite is always, well, okay, my staple piece is always like a kimono. Like yes, wool. that's that's the look I'm talking about. <laughs> Literally. You always have a third layer for the most yeah, part. I know. And I, yeah. I just and you look them. great. I, I, I love them. They're like, <laughs> it's like a woman's cape. You know. Oh, it's like a Wonder Woman cape. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe that's why I like it. You have like a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. I love that, but also um, anything like the Spanx leggings. Like, oh, yeah. Been, I've heard those are amazing. They are. They're an investment, though. They are. But it's worth it. Like, you wear them all the time. It's, I, like, I mean, because you can dress them up or dress them down. Yeah. So, yeah, I wear them all the time. And they're yeah. so comfortable. Like, <gasps> Oh, you sang. Oh, I did. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what you do. But they are. I love it. So they're that good. They make you sing. They are. And they make you, I mean, they will correct anything. Like, I mean, they just, 
They get correct it, all it out. I like that word. They correct <laughs> it all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are my favorite things right now. The kimono oh. and the Spanx. Yes. Okay. So wrapping up dreams. This is our dream month. And this will be the last podcast for this month. Okay. What is the one nugget as women? We have two women, I believe. Mm-hmm. The women that are new to this whole dream thing and women that are in the midst of their dream. Mm-hmm. I want you to give each woman a nugget. The one one that hasn't first, let's do the one that hasn't really discovered or tapped into their dream. What was the one nugget that you'd want them to leave with today? Um, I would say that... If you haven't tapped into your dream, it's it might be because of something like a past or something that's happened to to, mm. to you or been done to you, kind of like Hagar. Mm. And for that, I would say just there's nothing that has been done to you or that you've done. It's really good that could take away the dream that God's given you. Like yeah. there is something that you have to like. We need you mm. to yeah. pursue. We need you. I like that. It's true. So, yeah. And so just to to search and find, I think my blog this month was about searching and finding dreams. And Mm. sometimes we do have to search. Yeah. Um, But if you don't look. Right. You're never going to see it. You're never going to find it. Oh, it was the hide and seek. Hide and seek. Yeah. I like that blog. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, plug. Plug. You're you're a writer for the blog as well. Mm -hmm. We have blogs. So weekly devotionals we have every month. Okay, so what about that woman that is in her lane? She is going after it. She's not Sarah or Hagar. She's like, that doesn't even pertain to me. I'm doing it. I know my dream. I'm uh-huh. running it. Just like you, RD, what's the nugget you would give them? So I would give this nugget because I'm actually in the process of, of doing it. But I am going to invite women into my life who are Mm. essentially like a board of directors. Oh, like I have, they, like I have to tell them stuff. I give them permission to correct me. Oh wow. But I am giving them a chair and a seat in my life to uh, tell them my dreams. That's so good. I know. And so, so you have literally approached 11 women to say, I need you to be the board of directors of my life. Basically, essentially. I'm a, I'm writing out letters, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, like way. I am, I am, I'm at, at, like the Lord, yeah, definitely put this on my heart. Just recently, like you need to have that's these brilliant. women in your life for I'm everything. Totally gonna take that one yeah. right now because you do feel like when you're running that you're out out on a limb by yourself, right? Yeah. So just this. So official letter you wrote. I mean, I'm going I want to see the letter. Can you share that like on Facebook this and scratch out names literally, and stuff? The, I mean, this month being dreams, I've asked the Lord, like, what are steps? What does he want me to do? And so I need, like, I need that. Just like a business would have a board of directors. Yeah, we have a board of directors. Yes. Right. And I love having a board of directors on our board. On our, on our board. <laughs> on our board. <laughs> because there's, it's just safe. Yes. I feel protected. But I've never thought about it in my personal life. Yeah. And they need to, I mean, so I'm just praying about who those people are and. Oh, I'm totally stealing stealing that idea. Yeah. I love that. That should go in your book. Hey. I like that idea. That's that's a chapter then right there. That's real. That's, that might be a book in itself after you get your experiences and how the, oh, you got your second book right there. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Okay. Number this. two, drop it yes. down. Because if you get signed to an agent, they probably want a series of stuff. So right. That's I'm your just second. Gonna... Yeah. They want to know you're not just a one-stop shop. 
So there's number two. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Okay, there it is. But is that good? I, that is so good. You need authority speaking into yeah. your life. You do. Like, you really do. Because it, I mean, you just do. So um, that's what I would say to you because that's what I'm doing right now. I, Brian. I know. This is a good podcast. Good stuff. Wow. (laughs) All right. We'll end it here. Complete this statement. Okay. I was created to. I was created to encourage, equip, and teach Mm -hmm. women their God-given purpose. I love that. That's why you're our area leader. Yeah. I'm doing it. (laughs) You're doing it. I'm doing it. I love it. Thanks for being on our show. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) Awesome. But come see us next week. So we're inviting everybody next month. Next February month. 7th. Yes. yes. We'll be there. February yeah. 7th. And every month after that. I know. All year. You can see me 11 times this yeah. year. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her. And you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.